Pass Around the Smile is like your go-to friend, the one that lifts you up and backs you to the end. She's there to guide and inspire, challenge and teach, and remind you that your best self isn't out of reach. Self-development, manifestation, self-love and more, it's time to trust the process more than ever before. Welcome to Pass Around the Smile, the podcast. I'm your host, Cleo Massey, and I am so glad you're here. Let the magic begin. Hello and welcome back to Pass Around the Smile, the podcast. Oh yeah, episode 12. And today we are talking all about the subconscious mind and limiting beliefs that may sit in your subconscious mind, how they're holding you back, how to actually identify that they're there, and then how to release them. And yes, we can release limiting beliefs. Sometimes we feel like they are attached to us because these limiting beliefs often do sit so deep in our subconscious. So it almost feels like it is a part of us, a part of our personality, a part of our being. And very often these limiting beliefs are formed from a young age. So we just kind of grow up to think that they are a part of us and that they are never going away, but they absolutely can go away. So we are going to start unpacking all of this stuff today and once we work on this stuff the kind of uncomfortable stuff that is when manifesting becomes easy and effortless that is when you can step into your power and be yourself fearlessly and unapologetically that is what I am here to help you do I'm so excited I hope you enjoyed my Beyonce manifestation story I have some really exciting episodes coming up the next episode I don't usually tell you what it is but I'm recording it today because I'm feeling inspired. So I'm going to tell you what it is. The next episode is a money mindset episode. And the episode after that is going to be another manifestation kind of story episode, but talking about different ways. And I have a special guest with me for that one. So I thought I'd start off this episode with a little bit of a question for you guys, and then I'm going to answer the question as well. So the question is this week, self-development wise, what are you working on? Because we should always be kind of working on something and it doesn't need to take up all of our time. It can be something little. But for me, something that I have recently realized that I need to work on more is not constantly putting others on a pedestal. While I really think it's beautiful to have idols and people that inspire you and people who you look up to, I think there's a difference in that kind of admiration and the kind of admiration where you do put someone on a pedestal because I don't really think that is a positive admiration. That is kind of doing yourself a disservice, I think. Well, I kind of checked in with myself for the last couple of months, especially the last couple of weeks, to see how I actually felt when I was looking at these people. And very often, sad to admit, but this comes from social media, where I will put these people on a pedestal and then I feel... I feel yucky inside. My energy is not good. My energy becomes almost desperate to want to do things the way that they are doing or kind of look at what they're doing and compare it to what I'm doing. When we put others on a pedestal, they are far away from us. They are unreachable. But of course, these people should be reachable to you because we are all one. We are all equal. So that is what I am working on at the moment. Of course, I will never stop admiring people and like, you know, of course we've got the people like Beyonce who probably are a bit unreachable. I'm not saying that you have to like aim to 
meet your idols and be their best friends. And when I'm saying idols, I'm saying like, I'm not talking about Beyonce here. (laughs) I'm talking about peers and people who are in, you know, similar industries to me or, you know, sometimes even family members or friends we can put on pedestals. But really, you never know how that other person is feeling about you either. If it is a person that you know personally that you feel this way about, they've probably put you on a pedestal as well. So while admiration is a beautiful thing to feel, we got to focus on keeping it positive and knowing deep in ourselves that we are enough how we are. I am me and you are you. We are different. We are unique. And by just being us, that is completely enough. We don't have to strive to be like anyone else. And if we do want to connect with someone else, we have every right to connect with that person or to be friends with that person or to feel like we are an equal with that person. Okay, put it this way, for example, let's say at work you have this particular person that you put on a pedestal. It's part admiration because you think that they're amazing, but maybe it's part because they are a position of power, because they're really busy, so it's hard to get time with them. But all in all, you put them on a pedestal. But let's say that you are actually trying to manifest the job that they are currently in, that you really want a promotion to be who they are at work. How are you ever going to manifest yourself in that position if you have put them on a pedestal? Because you are saying that they are deserving and you are not because they're far away from you. They're above you. You are doing yourself a disservice by putting someone on a pedestal going, they are so amazing. I can't do what they do. While yes, you're in a state of admiration, you have to also admire yourself that yeah, I could do what they could do too. So just a little example there. Now let's jump into what today's episode is all about, the subconscious mind and how it dictates basically everything that we do. So we all have limiting beliefs and very often those limiting beliefs will sit in our subconscious mind. So to understand how to acknowledge them and how to rewrite these limiting beliefs, we have to understand our minds a little bit first. And I got all of this information from Bob Proctor, who is amazing. About three years ago, I started watching his videos and reading his books and he's just incredible, highly recommend. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through our mind and how it kind of works before we jump in. So basically we have our conscious mind, our subconscious mind, and then our body. So let's go back up to the top. I'm a visual person. So I like to think of our conscious mind up the very top of our head. So the conscious mind is our thinking mind. It can accept, reject, and originate ideas. So the conscious mind contains six intellectual factors. It contains imagination, intuition, reason, will, memory, and perception. And what the conscious mind does is when information is impressed with repetition and emotion, that information from the conscious mind is then passed down to the subconscious mind. So now let's move on to the subconscious mind. Visually, you can imagine it under the conscious mind. The subconscious mind is our emotional mind. It works in feelings. It must accept all the information impressed into the subconscious mind from the conscious mind through repetition and through emotion. The subconscious mind then controls the vibration of the body. So then, of course, we go to our body, which is the doing part of our personality. The actions, the vibration of the body is decided 
by the thoughts held in the subconscious mind. It controls the action and the behavior part of our personality. So when you hear it or see it in your mind like that, can you then understand why it is so important to understand what your subconscious mind is doing, what it's saying, the stories it's telling you, what it believes, because it literally dictates what you are doing, your vibration, everything. It is when I kind of heard of it like that, that's when I dove even deeper than I ever have into self-development because I was like, I need to fix this because it really does affect absolutely everything. So to go over it, we've got our conscious mind, our subconscious mind, and then our body. Our conscious mind is the thinking mind. Our subconscious mind is the emotional mind. So I'll go over what I said before in kind of a story example way so that you can get your head around it even more. So how I said before, all information that is impressed into the conscious mind through repetition and emotion is then passed into the subconscious mind. So let's say, for example, well, this is actually my own example that I tell at my events. So when I was younger, I was in like year four or five or something. I put my hand up to answer a question in class. And one of the other boys in the class said, you can't answer that question. You're too stupid or you're too dumb. It was something along those lines, like you're not smart enough. And it was only said to me once, but it was so humiliating and it obviously had a big emotional effect on me. My conscious mind, because of the emotion that came with that feeling and that statement that this boy made was then impressed down into my subconscious where it stayed. Now, I didn't realize this until like, oh, it would have been like a few years after I graduated high school, but I constantly had this belief that I was not smart enough. And I really do believe looking back that it came from that comment. So that was only said once, but what about through the repetition kind of factor? An example, this isn't my own example, I'm just making this up. So let's say that you grew up in a family where it was constantly said to you, money doesn't grow on trees, money's hard to come by, money's evil, money makes you greedy, you can't hold on to money, it always just goes. So if these kind of lack thoughts around money were repeatedly said to you through repetition, your conscious mind will pass that thought down or that belief down into your subconscious mind where it stays, where it stays until it is rewritten. So how do we rewrite these paradigms, these limiting beliefs that are deep in our subconscious through the same way that they were formed through repetition and through emotion. So what you want to do is you want to write a contradicting statement or mantra to your negative belief. So let's say it is, I feel unworthy of love that you've just found out that your limiting belief makes you feel that way. Maybe you grew up with a mum who never felt worthy of love. Maybe um, you're belief is around not being able to hold on to love, whatever. You find this belief in your paradigm, in your subconscious. Well done. That is incredible. A huge first step. It's so exciting too. Once we start to uncover what our subconscious mind is saying, things can just open up and flow. It's like your mind is just waiting to be free. So then what you could do is create a mantra that contradicts that, like, I am worthy of a beautiful kind of love. Now, keeping in mind that 
depending on how you are feeling at the moment in your love life, if we're going with this example, I feel worthy of a beautiful kind of love might be too far for you to reach right now. That might not be believable and that is okay. We might do another episode on creating different mantras for different kind of moods and different kind of levels that you might be at in your life, but it's not really what this episode is about. So right now, what I want you to do is promise yourself some time out to either meditate and journal on what your subconscious is actually saying. Is it something that happened to you at a young age? What beliefs do you hold? Uh, What feelings do you get from certain kind of situations? Because it can be really hard to identify what exactly your limiting beliefs are in the first place. So I actually have some questions that might help you. So you can come back to this or write these down. So if you're struggling to understand what your subconscious is actually saying and you want to dig a little bit deeper, you can ask yourself these questions. Number one, what do I struggle to successfully manifest? Number two, What areas or situations in life make me uncomfortable? Number three, what is something I tell myself as a protective mechanism, but really I know it's negative and blocking me from moving forward? These questions will really help you uncover what your subconscious mind is actually saying. For example, if we're going off the first question, which is what do I struggle to successfully manifest? If you are trying to manifest something and it's not working, it is very likely that you have a deep limiting belief stuck in your subconscious that is blocking it from unfolding. And the thing is, lots of times we think that we have healed or let go of that limiting belief, right? Because we have acknowledged it, we've understood that it's there, we've identified it, and then we've come up with a mantra, say, that contradicts it, and we're saying it, we're repeating it. So we're trying to rewrite that limiting belief. And then we think it's done. However, if you don't attach emotion to that repetition as well, if you don't completely feel it, It's not going to go completely. So you can say these mantras, it's not going to do anything unless you absolutely feel it. Now, the second question, what areas and situations in life make me uncomfortable? For example, let's say if someone brings up the topic of love and every time it is brought up, you just feel uncomfortable. You feel a little bit sick in your tummy. Well, that might be an indication that there is a negative thought sitting in your subconscious that is dictating this feeling that is coming up for you. Because sometimes we can't tell why these feelings are coming up for us. We just feel a physical response, like sick in our tummy, or maybe we get a headache, or maybe we start to feel a bit nauseous or a bit shaky. Our stress responses come up. So then that is a surefire sign that there is something in your subconscious that needs to be uncovered and worked on. For the third question, what is something I tell myself as a protective mechanism, but I really know it's negative and blocking me from moving forward? So an example of this is you might tell yourself, oh, I'm just not ready yet let's say for a promotion, right? You're going for a promotion and you just keep saying, you know what? I don't think it's the right time. I'm just not ready yet. That's a protective mechanism because you are afraid you won't get it. But it's that protective mechanism is a limiting belief in itself. So there are just some different kind of ways that might help you uncover. So please get your journal out and journal on these questions. So 
we kind of understand our mind a little bit more now. I want to read some passages that are from my booklet, A Guide to Happiness, my four-week course. One of them is from Bob Proctor, and he says, a paradigm is a mental program that has almost exclusive control over our habitual behaviors, and almost all of our behaviors are habitual. Dr. Bruce Lipton says that the conscious mind is the one that has your wishes, desires, aspirations, basically anything you want from life. Your subconscious mind is a machine, a recording and playback machine, where you habituate and play programs that you installed through repetition for your entire life. These programs, good or bad, will play there for the rest of your life until you rewrite them. So guys, we are not attached to our thoughts. We are not attached to our stories that we tell ourselves. We're not attached to our limiting beliefs, which is so refreshing to hear because we can rewrite them. It can also be a little frustrating to hear because you may have tried to rewrite them. It also can be really uncomfortable to do the inner work, but this is the inner work that really, really works. Inner work is uncomfortable, but it can uncover and unlock so much good stuff. It is so exciting. So do you know that 99% of manifestations are built from our subconscious? So this goes to show why our subconscious is so powerful and why it is so important that we actually identify what is in there and work on it because our subconscious mind not only dictates our feelings and our actions and our reactions but it dictates the power of our mind of the ability of what we can create we get to create our reality but if our subconscious mind is saying that we aren't good enough or that we're not worthy of love or that we can never hold on to money then how is that going to line up. The energies just don't match. It just won't work out. And that's why you have to do the deep work, not just state these mantras and think that that will just do it. The deep work, you got to feel it. You got to believe it. This was a very information heavy episode. So I think I'm going to call it there and leave it short. I really want you to come back to this episode, use those questions, journal on them and really get your head around understanding the conscious mind, the subconscious mind and the body, how it all works, how it all flows and how you can utilize your mind to your best ability because our minds are so, so powerful. And when we learn to harness the power of our mind, we are absolutely unstoppable. So it is time to identify those limiting beliefs, remembering that we all have limiting beliefs. You might have 10 different limiting beliefs. You might have 20, you might have 30. There is no right and wrong. There is no reason to be ashamed we all have it. So if you're feeling brave enough to maybe write in the Facebook community, what are your limiting beliefs? What have you discovered? And how are you trying to combat it? What mantras are you using? How are you trying to feel into it more than just stating a mantra? As mentioned, I will go into mantra creating in another episode. I will get deeper into that if you're wondering how to kind of actually do it. But also I have, I'm very passionate about not stating mantras that are too much for you at the time. If something is too far of a reach for you, it can actually do more damage than good. Because if you are saying something so positive, stating this mantra, when you are feeling so negative, on the contrary, it's probably going to create more anxiety, more fear, and send you in the other way. So I will do an episode completely on that. Uh, And yeah, thank you so much for listening to yet another Pass Around the Smile podcast episode. Woohoo! 